Hey Dante, do you uh, do you watch YouTube at all? Why, Rudy? Yes, I do watch YouTube. Why do you ask? Well, the reason why I ask is Jambags is on YouTube now. Oh, it's yeah. on YouTube. Oh yeah. my goodness! Now that has got to have impacted the YouTube demographic by some considerable margin. Tell me more, Rudy. Well, I mean, I think we're not just content creators now, but we're actually influencers. That's what it's called. Um, influencers, yeah. No, influencers. I think we absolutely are. We we are very much uh, viral and. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're thoroughly monetized. I'm I'm pretty sure, right? Well, I mean, we are possibly not monetized yet. I've I've, mm. I've I've asked to be monetized, and the response has been that we need more than five subscribers. More than five, and and that's the grand total right now. That is, as we literally as we're recording right now, checking my watch, checking the time. We have five subscribers. I mean, one of them is me. And the fifth one is pretty much, but you, you might not have seen it, but I literally just got around to subscribing, uh, yeah, 20 minutes ago. Brilliant. So there you go. Look, I mean, just in 20 minutes, we've gone up. What? What's the percentage of that? From 20%? 20%-ish. Perfect. I mean, if that... This I'm not an accountant, cont- but, you know... If this rate continues, we'd be, what, 100, 200,000 subscribers by, what, Thursday? Maybe Friday, you know, kind of, kind of let, let's let it breathe a little bit, shall we? Exactly. So, I mean, anyone is interested, do click on to, we're just on Jambags, just search Jambags on YouTube, you'll find us, you'll see the logo, we've got a nice little welcome um, welcome video. At the moment, the content we've got is just our podcast we've uploaded so far, so that's, um, you know, all the episodes of the Jambags Gaming Podcast, but we're also hoping to expand it with some new content you're only going to get on YouTube. Uh, something that's a bit more clickbaity. We're going for the clickbaits. So uh, do check us out. I think the term is like and subscribe. I'm not down the window. I've seen enough YouTubers to have heard those two words together a lot. So I, I think like and subscribe. Uh, smack that like button. I hear that a lot, a lot. Uh, you know, smack that like. Yeah, just smack the, the living poo out of that, out of that like yeah. button. Yeah. Smack everything, just to smack anything you can see on the Press screen. Press everything on uh, button, it's bound to do good for us. I mean, mm. it's about clicks, it's click, it's clickbait for a reason. Just click all over the screen if you can. Yeah. yeah. Except for yeah, the cross button, don't put the red cross, that's, that, that's, yeah. that goes through the browser. Just click on the page, don't click on the, that's, that's really for my Or, or the home button that takes you back to search for some other better YouTube content. Yeah. Sorry. Or any of your previous bookmarks, because that'll take you to something better than ours. Don't do, don't do that. Mm. Just no, don't do us. that. And perhaps maybe what you want to do is um, leave your telly Tell and go to work. And just have our channels, we've got a playlist, put it on over and over again. Just to bump the views up would be great. Just get like one of those little kind of uh, head bombing kind of pencil holder things that uh, kind of presses the play button every kind of few minutes or so when the uh, when the YouTube kind of comes to an end. Just, you know, just, yeah. Nice to know that you're all uh, thinking about us and trying to get us uh, all those extra hits that we probably don't deserve just yet. Absolutely. So um, on with the show. Jambaggers to episode eight of the Jambags Gaming Podcast. Eight episodes. How have we kept that stamina going this long? Does your wife even know? 
No, she's not listened to one of the episodes. That's actually <laughs> true. She's not. Um, because, you know, that's the kind of relationship we have. But, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm pretty happy we got to eight. We've, we've upped our... We're actually making our two podcasts a month quota. So, obviously, first Wednesday, third Wednesday of the month. Third Wednesday yeah. of the month is the gaming podcast that you're listening to right now. Hopefully, on the Wednesday, the moment it pops up in your little thing, we'll be straight in there listening to it. And the first Wednesday of the month is the uh, the Jam Bag Special, which will normally be something a little bit different, maybe uh, a fly on the wall documentary. Uh, you hopefully heard our uh, Kojima documentary a little while ago, which we're pretty proud of. Yeah, and uh, things kind of like that that we uh, that we want to put a bit of uh, bit of kind of effort into, and uh, hopefully you'll all appreciate some of that. But uh, let us know what you think so far. But I mean, this this podcast really is being recorded at a time when it's been particularly hard to record anything and get our asses mm. in gear because of. The, you know the launch of the year red dead Redemption yeah. too. i think everyone's talking about it it's uh uh sorry literally just had the uh, new content from jam bags appear on my on my phone on the youtube channel we are so viral it, know, it's, right? it's come through right right in front of me as i've been kind of talking about red dead uh, there's our, our wedding singers podcast from however many months ago that what that one was um apparently it's just gone like we are so up to the minute with this stuff well people say that i can't multitask because sometimes when i breathe and talk at the same time i pass out but that's not true i was <laughs> while we were getting this up i was actually uploading the uh yeah it's another one so job done look at that i mean ah, you legend you you absolute multitasking legend i cannot do what you do i know i'm scratching myself right now while doing this Imagine whoa that. how are you still conscious now listen listen Oh, I know, right? Um, I'm envious. Teach are, me your ways. I mean, our production values are just through the roof now. We, <laughs> we really hit our stride with this whole podcasting thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, managed to kind of get my head out of, of Red Dead for at least five minutes to come and do this podcast with you. So, me uh, too. so yeah, I was a slow starter to Red Dead, but we'll get to that later. But I mean, I mean, game of the year? Is it game of the year? Is it the biggest <sighs> game of all time? It, it might be the, the the biggest release of all time. Because yeah, obviously that's nothing to do with anything else that could be made dirty whatsoever. But um, yeah, I, I think um, okay. I've got. I'm going to be. We don't show our controversy on the Jam Bags podcast. We we caught it. We want it. It's clickbait. Mm. We want it. We're probably going to put the title up of this as we are sellouts. Know, you know, we are just looking for people to to listen to this probably in anger. Here's my here's my take on Red Dead Redemption Two. An amazing Go for game. It. Yeah, amazing game. Mm. Not that fun to play. what what happened there i i I, I think we've not really discussed this before the podcast but i i would probably agree with that to to a fairly large extent i think since i've been i've been playing it fairly solidly probably over the last week and i've kind of dropped all the sideline stuff and i've just focused on the main story and and i am enjoying the main story That, that that that's really good stuff um but i think that um the, the sideline stuff, the, um, again, I don't like to quote, okay, maybe I do like to quote, quote Jim Sterling quite often, but uh, uh, the kind of the, the very kind of granular and annoying clunky cowboy simulator that it seems to be it from time to time makes it, makes it a little bit kind of bogged down. But the, uh, the actual main story is very involving, it's very good. And uh, I think that it's, uh, you know, that, that once I kind of see the entire story of this one, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be able to kind of know whether it's uh, going to achieve that kind of absolute 100% gold standard that I expect from from the games in the Red Dead franchise. I mean, the first Red Dead is, for me, still my favourite of uh, of the two. It's a little bit leaner, and I was much more kind of... Uh, 
um, much more kind of motivated to go and play all the uh, the side missions and the, the, the little kind of games and all that kind of stuff from different. I like play poker for hours and all that kind of stuff. Um, with this one, I'm I'm, le- I'm I think more focusing on the story and all the extra kind of around about kind of. Uh, you know, the, the, the really kind of mundane checking that your horse has got the proper shoes on it and checking they've got the right kind of stirrups in, in the saddle. And oh, I'm just talking about the horse stuff now. And there's other stuff kind of no, around kind of keeping your camp alive and all that kind of thing, which even just talking about is boring the shit out of me. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah, I, I do think that. I think the problem we've got is that we're – maybe it's the same with the first one because I had a lot more time on my hands, but I, we don't have much time on our hands. And so mm. – I want to be seeing the story. I want to be playing like this amazing world. I don't want to be worrying about my fact that my hair's messy and it's quite <laughs> cool, but I'd like it to be optional. I'd like it to be something that if you have the time to do it and people said, Oh, you don't have to do all this stuff, but things like keeping your camp alive and you know, the horse stuff and things like that, they are, they do impact gameplay. They impact how the gameplay is. So for me, and it's a great game and um, I'm absolutely not going to, I'm not dissing it in that kind of way, but I do think, to clickbait we are going to put like a banner that says that we completely diss it for at least 20 minutes right yeah we're going to have probably for our youtube clickbait i'm thinking we'll have a bottom with a trunk (laughs) coming out like a fart coming out of it and then it will say (laughs) red dead 2 um worst game ever made question mark question mark exclamation mark question mark that that doesn't sound like clickbait to me at all That, that sounds like proper media journalism yeah um well thought out well critiqued and that's going to have a big sort of bum on it. Just to kind big of. Big ass. Yeah, exactly. And then people listen to this and go, they actually only talked about Red Dead for about I don't know, three and a half minutes and they went on to. Some Talk about their backlog blue balls. Exactly. So, uh, and then I get really disappointed because that's the idea of clickbait. You, you get lured in, you go, this is crap. Um, so we're kind of doing it properly. We'll be bigger mm, than Watch Mojo. So. so, time now for our first segment, a new segment we've only just kind of started doing Rip Off of the Month. Can we play the jingle? I think we can just about play that you didn't make it, did you? Um, no. no, for some reason you said you'd take the lead in this one. I don't I, quite know why, but whatever. I'm taking the lead on all the jingles. That's pretty pretty hurtful, but okay, whatever. Yeah, just, just get used to it. Okay, and I'm just going to press play on the jingle now. Rip off of the month. You see, that is how you do a jingle. I mean, okay? it's all right. It's not bad. I mean, it's not. That, 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 compared to yours, that was a fucking masterpiece. There let's no be honest. There Chinese triangles in yours. I've noticed. That was a bit. I don't great think that. Let's let's just draw a line under it and never talk about that Chinese bangle thing again. Just move on. Rip off of the month. Let me talk about your rip off of the month, please. Well, my rip of the month is what I predicted would be last month, which is I completely forgot to cancel the. F- Flipping Game Pass on my Microsoft Xbox, despite the How fact that I have not play any of the games. <laughs> you saw anymore. it coming. You saw you, you predicted it, and you still did it. The thing is, I knew <sighs> it was going to renew at some point in October, but I made no effort to work out what that date was or to do anything about it. So I wanted to keep it for the like the last possible moment to recount. I didn't bother. That's why. <laughs> so I've still got it right now. Um, I haven't played it in over a month. No, yeah, well, I mean, what what what's what's on there, and what's worth playing for, in your estimation? Considering we generally play similar types of games from a from a, a fairly core single player story involved kind of game to well, another, what's, started, what's good on there? I started Gears Four. I played Gears Three on it. I started Gears Four, um, and I was playing Forza Horizon Four as well, which is kind of a dipping. I had a few races on that again. Yeah, I mentioned it last casual time, fun, you know. 
Um, they've added. I kind of wanted to play a lot of the Xbox exclusives. I know it's not many, but I wanted to play Recall. I wanted to give uh, whatever that time one was. I can't remember what's it called. Quantum. Oh, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. I was going to say Quantum. Yeah, Venus, that one with um, oh, <laughs> that one that. with Littlefinger and um, and uh, Jimmy Olsen in or whoever Sean Ashmore is. Um, yeah. Or was it Aaron Ashmore? I think it's is one she, of the Ashmores. I think it's Sean Ashmore, but um, mm. yeah, I don't think it's. I don't, I don't think it's. Anyway, um, yeah. So and but then obviously, Red Dead happened. Um, I got and Red Dead wasn't going to be on there, was it ever? No. Let's just be honest. Uh, and I got involved in other stuff, which we'll touch on later. So, you know, completely ripped off. Um, and I still haven't cancelled it because I've been asked to do it. Basically, mm. uh, so. I, I was tempted to to get involved because um, the whole first season of Hitman's on there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and loads of mm-hmm. my friends say that that's 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 worth a play. That's worth a t- uh, that's a pretty good time. Yeah. Um, so that's just my rip-off. <laughs> what's your rip off for the month? Rip off of the month for me is the uh, Red Dead Redemption Two pre order bullshit. Um, oh, so you I fell for it, did you? I did. I fell for it. I went down at midnight, and and they showed me these kind of nice little posters with the two special editions and ultimate editions kind of written on, written on it, and didn't tell me anything about the fact that there was a standard edition that was uh, that was cheaper. Literally, I have just gotten round to um, uh, installing the uh, the the special edition bonus stuff uh, now because I've just been playing the standard edition up to this point. Uh, so you know, I could have waited for it to go on sale or, or something like that because the game just seems completely fine. I'm not missing it uh, with it not being there. And when I looked at it on the poster, I think, well, okay, there's like a either a train or a bank robbery and maybe a, a gang hideout or something like that. And I paid like an extra twenty five fucking quid for that. So it's like seventy five quid for the game instead of fifty. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I, I felt slightly fleeced uh, when I was uh, walking home past all the nightclubs. Uh, in my cowboy hat being called a wanker by the people outside the uh, uh, nightclubs. And I think possibly in this instance that although they didn't know that you had fallen for the pre-order bonus bullshit, those people had accurately described what to call you. Um, I, I think so. I felt like uh, I, I deserved every bit of the abuse they were giving me. Did they, were they calling you pre-order wanker as you walked by? They were. I, they, they, they were really insightful. Very, you know, they, they kind of uh, they the got my number. They, yeah, they really, clearly had. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, so I, I personally, I think that the £7 I pay for a Game Pass that I could at any point play and give me new experiences is slightly less of a rip-off than your 25 quid 25 extra for... for submissions that you've already stated you probably aren't going to get that into. Yeah, probably probably not, no. I mean, did you just get the uh, the standard edition of Red Dead? Oh, yeah, I'm not an idiot, yeah. <laughs> Where did you get it from? How much did you pay? I didn't pay for it at all, actually. It was a gift from someone. So... Oh, yeah. Yes, I forgot. It, was, it was from, from, from that was the the only payment we got from our uh, jam bags wedding um, uh, kind of services that we yeah, kind of and, instantly folded. Yeah, and I I forgot to mention that your next box so um, it came in PlayStation, so I had to take it. Sorry, Dante. I, I fucking hate you. Yeah, well, you know, should have should have been nicer up my jingle, shouldn't you? <laughs> no, I, 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 that's worth twenty five quid to slam that piece of shit. Anyways, let's move on to our next segment and our gaming news. Go 
Okay, so on to uh, From the Jam Bags, our news section. From the Jam Bags, yeah. yes, news. Let's get on with it. We talk about all the things that are uh, up and coming, happening in the news world. So I think first question you actually had, Dante, which is related to a piece we pulled on last week, which is Microsoft acquiring Nodo Studios. Yes, no, I, I, I did have a, a question that I uh, kind of uh, put to this one, and it was kind of uh, directed mainly at you, because mm. Uh, mm. I know you started your, uh, your own kind of studio with... Uh, the kind of very sort of Simpsons-esque plan of getting bought out before we ever kind of get established. Uh, good old Scroty Fluff. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering what the state of uh, Scroty Fluff was. Uh, did you get the buyout that you were looking for, and did you get shut down within you know, 48 hours? Well, I mean, the good news is yes, I got bought out for 1.6 <laughs> billion. Oh, that is that that is mm. way better than I thought you would do. No, so I was happy with that. To be honest, um, I pitched a game. Um, it was a mobile game because I thought, you know, it's simpler to do. Everybody loves those right now. Exactly, there's a money. And the idea was is that it connects to Apple Pay or Android Pay, whatever you call it. Ooh, easy yeah. monetization. Exactly. Good. So all you do is every time there's a beat, like a doof, doof, doof on the screen, mm. you mm. Mm. Yeah. you just thumb or you're on, on this sort of thing. If, it's on, if you're on an iPhone, you know, the, the fingerprint scanner. Yeah. Or if you're on a one well, sort of Android device, whatever you use to, to authenticate yourself. And each time you hit it, it takes two quid out of your bank account, just like that. And, and that's just kind of an, attached to a kind of a, a rhythm kind of a dance mat type game where you're kind of yeah. tapping that, that thing every few seconds. Yeah, but the beat gets faster. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, you, you have an, a real kind of talent for this corporate greed thing. Are you sure yeah. you're in the right So, job? anyway, did all that. Mm hmm. Got it pitched to them. Got my 1.6 billion in the bank. Yeah, that was a good day. Yeah. I was pretty excited yeah. about that. No, no, I don't know what you're still doing here. But, well, the problem is that by 9 o'clock the next morning, um, it turned out the, the game proposal wasn't going to work out. It was illegal. Uh, it contravened um, Apple Play Store, Apple Store, the Play Store's rules and everything. And also it was on most consumer websites as being, you know, uh, rip-off thing and I was then countersued by Microsoft for false promises to the tune of 1.65 billion so I'm actually down on money now <sighs> yeah, um, it was it was a good day for you I mean I know I got that text for you where you told me to go fuck myself and stick this podcast up my ass because I'm never coming back to it and um, and then you kind of walked that back the following afternoon I was a little bit shocked but you know, quite glad because mm. it gives me something to do on a Wednesday that 0.5 billion well, um, as well. Did, you help, did you get anything from? Well, I asked my parents to sell their house, and they said um, probably not. Oh, that's why we, me and your parents don't get on. I mean, yeah, they they, they have this thing where uh, they're not kind of looking to kind of put make themselves homeless to solve your debt. Yeah, well, I mean, they don't really obviously think much about you and your podcasting career. So anyway, they, they that's could where be I'm throwing some more faith behind me, but I still probably see where they're coming from. Mm, yeah. Well. Okay. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> do a bit more to support us. But yeah, I know. Well, I'll, I've only known them I'll work on them. I'll, I'll work on them. Don't worry, dude. I got you back. Just get someone in. Just get them declared mentally incompetent. It's like I don't know. Just get a doctor around. Whatever. Tried it. Didn't quite work. They 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 countersued, and uh, uh, I ended up getting committed myself for a short time. So. Oh, okay. Anyway, let's move on to some other news then. So, um, I'll next story. Mm. Yep. This is EA announcing um, 
I heard about this, yes. Yeah. So as you know, that their current uh, plan for the new Battlefield game, Battlefield 5, is it? Battlefield 5? Battlefield 5 is, yeah. is the one doing the rounds at the minute, yeah. Right, so you could pay extra to get the game earlier. So like it's like three or four release dates. So if you get the super duper booper sign up to their online premiere um, jobby thingy, you get it like three weeks early or whatever. And if you pay in, if there's another edition, you get it a few weeks early. So the actual official date hasn't launched yet, but some people have got their hands on it already. Some people haven't. So that's the new monetization scheme. And it is making a fuck ton of cash for them. Mm. Okay, people are, people are loving this. So basically what they've said is their next major release, which I think might be Anthem, the next AAA release anyway. Yeah, that you can actually, or and it's some of the unannounced games, that you'll be able to um, buy what they're calling the pre-com edition, and what you'll be able to get with that is a game that's in its pre-alpha state, which is months and months and months, potentially years before the game releases. It won't work. It'll probably crash your machine. But you will be able to... Um, you can play it at that, at that, yeah. at that kind of pre-alpha state. Exactly. Now, it's going to cost 600 quid to play an unplayable. Shut up and take my money now. Exactly. So if you want to play a version of a game that won't work, that may you know clock your machine and brick it, because um, it's basically just spit a load of code out at you on the screen. Exactly. That you know will just be so early that it's it's not even probably in a kind of playable state. Probably even work with your controller. Um, but you pay a few hundred quid, and you can say you can go on YouTube and then be the first person to review that shit. You can be like, right, oh man, I've played I've played Battlefield Six, which is going to be what two years away now. I've played Battlefield Six, and um, yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed because it you know is nowhere near finished. Yeah, it doesn't actually work. Um, I haven't got any guns in it. <laughs> yeah, man, I, that's it's going to start making some serious money. I mean, EA, uh, yeah, they're they they're, they're going to be uh, wanting to kind of push that sort of thing. I think. No, I think so. So I mean, it's worked for Battlefield Five. It'll work for Battlefield Six, but they'll just make it more and more and more. And they'll be like, that's just the, first, the pre-com edition is one of them. There'll be like twenty different editions every time they make a development milestone. You know, when they hit alpha, when they hit beta version, when they hit, um, you know before the summer holidays and they sort of, someone takes a holiday and the developer checks in his code you'll be able to play that version if you pay for that version so you yeah yeah no yeah that's that sounds like just exactly the sort of thing that EA uh, would be uh, would be very keen on and uh, yeah let's let's see how that works out for them and um, I wanted to just uh, go on to your last story which you've got which is to do with a oh. Um, yeah. major game sort of franchise and some rather angry fans that went to um, went to an ring event, piece. So. They, they went to the ring piece event uh, again. If you don't know about the uh, the ring piece event, it's for uh, for fans of the uh, uh, Lucifer's Ring uh, game series and yeah. uh, kind of a very beloved sort of uh, sort of scrolling dungeon crawling uh, uh, kind of series of games. Uh, so yeah, no, I was I was there. I saw some of what went down. So uh, I mean. Obviously, it's been kind of covered quite heavily in the uh, in the in the games media recently. I mean, what what else have you picked up from it? Yeah, so with Lucifer's Ring, what what I'm aware of it is that you know this is a franchise that's beloved by fans that you know millions of people the world over have been waiting literally years and years and years for a sequel of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and everyone thought that the um, that the Ring piece, the the convention that um, Snowstorm hold, it would would be where they they released the next version. It's been years. You know, what are they working on? So do you have any, were... do you have any news on that? Well, um, the, the the official word from from the very back of the crowd at uh, at Ringpiece is that uh, that sequel that they're expecting, that kind of uh, full blown uh, console sequel, not going to happen quite so much in the way that they were looking for. The uh, game that is being released, the kind of big touted announcement they're going to have, is that uh, Lucifer's Ring 
uh, Everlife is going to be one of those Google, Google widgets uh, that when you kind of log into Google, uh, you kind of want to search for something. We've got this little kind of game at the top, like when it's when it's a famous person's birthday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be one of them, and you're going to have to pay – 20 pounds or 20 dollars depending on where you live every time you want to google something uh, and you know that game is going to come up here at the top so uh, it, it was a bit didn't go down that well with some friends they, they were not that pleased with that announcement what was the what was the kind of comments coming out from the event what were you talking to people uh, I'm not sure I can repeat too many of them. I tried to record a few of them, but I had to kind of remove so many of the, the expletives that uh, uh, it was kind of barely usable as, uh, as sound bites. I think uh, uh, generally people uh, were saying that they'd been over by the uh, by um, the snowstorm uh, developer that have been involved in this for for quite some time. Their uh, their name is kind of very much mud at the moment, and that uh, uh, you know if they knew their kind of uh, their audience, their kind of gaming demographic, they mm. They really have uh, no idea of what they're looking for and completely out of touch with uh, with their customer base. Well, I mean, I managed to... You got me the raw footage, that, or the more raw sound footage anyway, that you got from the event, and I have edited out all the experiences myself for you. And I'd better play the clip, which I think really, really um, encompasses that. So basically, let's play it for you guys now already. All right. Bet. So we think they're pretty damning, that was, wasn't it, Dante? Well... You only heard a fairly small amount of what he said. It was kind of like a, a full three and a half minute tirade of, of abuse about the developer and, and the project they're playing. The, the sheer amount of uh, that guy's saliva that kind of uh, ended up, you know, around my kind of face and clothes is—it's it, it, not nice for me to kind of uh, recall that. You and, took a uh, drenching. I mean, I think you took, took a drenching for the Jambax team. I, I, I often take a drenching for the Jambax team. Mm-hmm. It's normally a little bit more fun than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but the, but yeah, that one's kind of marks a bit of a, a low point for me. That that drenching uh, is it, right in my eye, running off my chin. It was it was not a good time. And because uh, the, the the guy actually had some kind of um, seizure, I think, didn't he as well? You said he actually wheeled out. He did have to be escorted out by the paramedics. Yes, no, that that's uh, that happened. Uh, I think I was aggravating him too much by saying, "But you've got access to Google, haven't you? What's your problem?" Ooh, yeah, I mean, hmm, yeah, you definitely threw flames of fire there. And I think uh, possibly that's why his family are suing us as well. That's another lawsuit that we need to cover as well. Well, we do, but that, that's kind of what the, the staff at the event were saying that too. You know, I, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm kind of getting quite so much heat for that. But yeah, my, my solicitors are going to be in touch with us at some point real soon. Okay, well, we'll leave that one for the legal teams then. And I think that pretty much concludes us for um, from the Jam Bags, our news section for today. The Jam Bags are empty for today. Thank you. Okay, now we're really Manchego. We are in our section of the podcast called The Jammers, where we talk to gamers from around the world, different likes, tastes, all that kind of stuff, about what their, their opinion is. So today we've got someone very special, Craig Slitz, who is a self-proclaimed, well, I'm going to be honest, it's what he's called it when he applied to talk to us, whale. Um, so whale, people don't realise, people that spend a lot of money on additional content, microtransactions, things that fall outside the price of the game. Um, it's been quite a minute. So, so Craig, um, thanks so much for joining us. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you very much for, for, for letting me come along. I, I have to say right off the bat, though, I, I'm not a big fan of that term. Which term? Sorry. Um... The, the whale term. I mean, I mean okay, I... I 
packed down a few pounds lately because I don't really kind of get out uh, much other than to, to play um, Stabber's Code. But, um, you know, I, 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 it's, it's not the most complimentary of, of terms I've ever heard, perhaps. Or Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's, it's done not so much based upon um, your, your weight and size, which I'm sure is... Um, is fine. It's more to do, really, I think, with um, a time for people that spend a lot of money on, you know, additional content, microtransactions, um, all those kind of things in a game, which uh, some people would argue is destroying the game industry. But you're you're very you're happy to talk about it. And you're happy to to spend a lot of it. So, oh, I mean, oh no, 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 ab- absolutely. I, I I think that uh, it, it just kind of gives me more choice in, in how I approach uh, approach these games, how I. Uh, how I kind of play them and the kind of experience that I want to have. There is much more choice for me as a player uh, in order to, to 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 do what I need to. Um, I suppose so. I mean, that's that's obviously the what the the publishers say that it's about choice and so on. Um, we've heard yeah, I mean, stuff, we've heard electric paintings, all that kind of stuff say such a thing, and and you're saying that very much. But I mean, let's just put it in context. What I mean, what have you been playing at the moment? What you got to play, and how much money you put into like the games you're on at the moment? <sighs> Okay, well, my long-running game at the moment is uh, Stabber's Code: Ancient Greece, um, where I have kind of signed up to the uh, to the to the extra kind of uh, money and XP kind of uh, boosters and the, the, all the DLCs and all of the uh, uh, kind of the, the the kind of the things that kind of make the game a little bit short. I mean, I'm, I'm a busy guy. I, I, I've got a job. I've got I've got kids like you guys have, and, and you know, I, I just don't have time to kind of uh, really kind of devote uh, all that time to kind of grinding through these games. So I, you know, I, I, I pay for the boosters, and I I, I I kind of level up a little quicker than than everybody else does, and, and I have a real good time with it. I mean, in context, how long did uh, Stabber's Code um, Ancient Greece take you to play? Then, if you've you know paid to make the process a bit quicker, uh, it, it took about you know. Um, 23 minutes 23 minutes okay so I mean that is a radically different time I mean I believe that the average play time for the full Stabber's uh, Code is about 80 to 90 hours but you paid to do I, it in 23 minutes yeah when, when I had the pre-interview with Dante he, he told me he was like uh, 60 hours in and, and was nowhere near where, where I was and yeah I, I I really kind of got a lot out of that game and uh, really kind of felt the, the, the story was, was so powerful I, I think I spoiled the ending for him though. I think he doesn't want to talk to me that's why you're here right uh, yeah, something about you being uh, something the word said um, fuck nuts and then then start walking off the microphone. Yeah, strangely, I prefer that to wail. Re- well, I mean, okay, I'll try and so we'll try and get that used, I suppose, colloquially. But I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, a fuck nuts is probably the right term. But you, sp- so I mean, twenty three minutes. How much did those twenty three minutes cost you? If you take into account sixty dollars for a base game, how many more dollars do you spend on that game to get the twenty three minutes? I, I think I probably spent like uh, an additional uh, $700. So overall, you spent $760 on a 23-minute gaming experience. That was so worth it. Okay, well, I mean, people would argue that that was, you know, that's quite insane. You know, people are... But um, I, I feel I got all the important parts out of the story. I, I wanted to kind of skip to the, to the good bits, and that, that's what the, uh, the booster allowed me to do. And you've, this isn't your only game that you've been playing. What else have you got? No, I I, I actually um, listened to some of your news stories earlier. I, I actually had the uh, the pre-com edition of uh, FIFA 2030, uh, and I've been kind of uh, kicking ass at that 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 uh, soccer ball game that, that you Gosh, guys love over here so much. That's a very early beta. I mean, obviously we've just had FIFA 19 come out. Um, it's FIFA, you know, 20, 20, 2030. Yeah, no, 2030. it's like. A, 
11 years uh, ahead of the time and it is mostly just pixels and uh, uh, kind of code flashing across the screen but it's it's a you know it's, it's so nice to have those bragging rights you know you really can kind of say to your friends oh yeah man i, I got that game way ahead of where you did and uh, and uh, i kick ass at it now and i mean how much did you spend on that edition uh that was about 450 dollars okay so we're over just on two games how much did you manage to play of that game um, well, I think play is maybe kind of a, 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 an over-exaggerated term in there. I, I, I've managed to access it. I've managed to kind of uh, kind of view it, I suppose, and, and maybe kind of decipher some of the code into to, to something that looks like graphics. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, okay, I'm kicking ass at kind of seeing what's going on in it, but maybe haven't scored any goals yet. Okay, so... Lastly, you talked about a browser game as well. We've mentioned it already on the news before. So, well, uh, being you know one of the shareholders in uh, Snowstorm Entertainment, I, I have uh, had access to um, and kind of paid for early access to the uh, Lucifer's Ring uh, browser game. And I have to say, uh, if all those fans could just shut their fucking mouths a minute for a few minutes, they would actually enjoy uh, a well-rounded um, mobile experience through that browser. And how much money have you sunk into that particular title? Well, you know, um, being a shareholder, I've managed to get myself a, a little bit of a discount there, but uh, it's still about $800. Let me just quickly do the math. So that's 8 plus 7. 16 carry the 1, minus it backwards, plus the 400. That's like $50,000 you spent. I, I that, that sounds about right. I'm I'm really not that great at math, but but, but that sounds like what my gaming budget for for an average uh, quarter. No, I mean I'm treasurer of Jambags. I mean I'm I'm pretty much on the ball with um, adding stuff up. I mean that's an awful lot of money. Some would say you're what's wrong with the game industry. I mean you are you are literally sucking the lifeblood out of what honest gamers wants by subsidising um, these titles, which are done just to exploit people like yourselves, fuck nuts like yourself. Um, how would you respond to that accusation? Oh, well, I think that um, you know, I, I think that's a little harsh. I think that's uh, that's not really my fault that that that, the, that it is happening. It's just that you know, I'm in a position where or I have an extra fifty thousand dollars to to spend on games, and uh, that I'm uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm sort of the that the kind of demographic that they're looking for. I think that. Uh, you know, I, I want to kind of really tailor the gameplay experience to what I want to do, to what to the experience that I want to have, and the fact that I'm, you know, giving extra money to these wonderful games companies is, um, you know, it's just it's just a kind of a, a you know, it's just kind of coincidence, just kind of a a, a thing that happens. Um, okay, well, I mean, thanks so much for talking to us today, Greg. Now I've got one extra question because. I like to stay in contact, obviously, with all of our jammers, you know, get you guys invited in there. Now, I've been looking on your LinkedIn page to try and get your contact details, and it actually looks like you are a director at Bubisoft, the games publisher who publishes oh, Stabber's Code. That's that's not me. Other, I'd, I'd have a French accent if I if I was going to, 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 to do that, right? Um, I've, I mean, it's, it's got your picture, that I, and it looks very much like you because I'm on Skype with you right now. Um, so I, oh, do that's you, actually, you? Oh, my do God. you actually work that... for Bubisoft, the publisher? Do you... Yes, I do. I do work for Bubisoft. In fact, you sound very much like one of the lead developers we've already talked to. It, it, it is not me, Cedric Latour. It is um, somebody else. Okay, but... so I think this has been a bit of a waste of our time. So I'm going to cut this interview short. 
since it seems like right Dante we've got an idea I've had for the podcast and I think we're missing a trick here okay okay this is better than my, my VR ideas this is better than the jingle and stuff like that this is my new idea right new games mm. are not new anymore they're rubbish no one wants them what yeah but but new games are cutting edge of okay rubbish I'll let you finish before I kind of shit all over this idea come on let's go right. retro gaming is the future old stuff is new and new stuff is old do you understand I, I understand in the way that that sounds like the opposite of what's actually the thing, because no, new you're stuff is new stuff, and old stuff is old stuff. No, no, you're completely wrong. What it is, yeah, is that mm-hmm. people, gamers, gamers got nostalgia, yeah? People don't, people look back and think their childhoods are amazing when they weren't, they were horrible, and they got to get shit kicked mm-hmm. out by the bullies and stuff, but they look back and go, oh, it was great when I was a kid, and I had all these old shit games I could never complete. And it's like, that's what we should get into more. I mean, like, if you go on YouTube, yeah, yeah, you've yeah, you've got um, you've got Game Museum, you've got Octavius Kitty, which people do these great sort of reviews about all like you know old retro games. We went to the retro section at EGX. There was just fucking loads of people playing old games. That, yeah, that that was a nice quaint little trip down memory lane. But but surely that's not the future. That is completely the future. You aren't playing games unless you've managed to find a really old console and inflated price on eBay. That's just it. That's just a fact. Are you sure this is the right section for this? Shouldn't we be in rip off of the month? No, 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 not a rip off. I have so far managed to procure myself a mint condition PlayStation 1, Nintendo GameCube, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 2. Uh, what else have I got? A PSP. Got a PSP, is it? No, you know. no one gives a shit about the PSP. What have you got one of them for? Because it's retro, because it's old now, isn't it? So I've got all those games consoles, and that only cost me a few grand. So. That means have you lined really this up good. next to your, your old Jaguar and your old um, Dreamcast and all that shite? Well, that's the next step. Jaguar Dreamcast. I want to get the game consoles that were, that were crap. I want to get Amiga CD32. They're like 500 quid. Man, yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah, so I want to get all of those, get them all set up, and then we can make loads of YouTube videos off them, and we'll make an absolute shit ton of money. Okay, I'm, I'm failing to join the dots to the shit ton of money. Right. But... I, I, will, I will simply explain this to you right now in simple terms, yeah. Old is good now. New is bad now. We make stuff about old things equals clicks, views, women. That's just the way it works. So the older it is, the gooder it is. But yes. also the but I thought the, the more the expensive it is, by the same token, the more expensive it is, the, the, the gooder it is, right? The, the modern stuff, you know, these kind of really cutting edge, really bleeding edge of what you can do with graphics. I mean, yeah, again, we've, we've we've been a bit down on Red Dead lately, but just look at those graphics. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. What you should be playing, yeah, what you should be playing is Outlaws on don't the Nether the Light Gun. Don't say Pong. Don't say Pong. Don't say Pong. That's just, everyone goes to Pong. You could be playing, what is it, Outlaws on the Nether with the uh, Light Gun. Like, ching, ching, ching. Mm, Imagine that. That's yeah. a lot better than Red Dead. Far more immersive. Right. Yeah. Uh, you pick it up, you play it. And I mean, oh, the difficulty in those games, that's what it's all about. It's about being, you thought Dark Souls was hard, yeah? <sighs> Try playing some of those old games. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, the difficulty level was, you know, kind of games were, were, were properly solid back then. And when you came across a puddle, you, a puddle, a puzzle you couldn't solve, um, you know, you couldn't just go to Google and say, how do I get past this puzzle? You had to kind of sit and rack your brain and, you know, all those Monkey Island type games where you throw rubber chickens into pots and things like that. It's, yeah, you know, I, I get what you're pointing kind of the, the way gaming, gaming was different back then. I mean, and, uh, here's, and here's the fucking genius thing. Yeah, right now, if you do a review of a game, you've got to 
they're, they're long games. You've got to play them all day. You've got for mm. four weeks on end. You've got to review every single inch of them. With an old game, no one's completed them. You don't have to you just play for five minutes. It's, it's but, them out. Uh, it's the, even with these kind of remasters, they, all of these old games have been microtransactioned up the ass. I mean, even things like Modern Warfare 1 with all the microtransactions added into, into that. And, you know, these remasters are just trying to capitalize on the kind of nostalgic feeling of gamers that are getting old now. The average age of gamers is, is going up. And yeah, it's about people, Something like that, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're, they're trying to sell you games that you've already bought and you kind of make you spend more on them once you've even bought them. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see how that's progress or, or, or the future. Uh, you see, that's where you're wrong because we all want to be... If Ready Player One taught us anything, it's that the 80s and 90s are the place to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're from the 80s and 90s. We're well-placed to comment on all this. We are. I mean, we, we are very much uh, from that time, from that era, from... Uh, and uh, it's nice to look back from time to time, but I'm... I don't know. I'm kind of more excited to see what's new. What what's the the boundaries that can be pushed by by top of the line technology? I don't know. I, I don't that, think you seen that YouTube channel, people like the, on gaming, our channel. the game historian, whatever it is. Yeah, he did like a video on I don't know the 32x like 30 minute video on it. Got like four million views, mm. and that thing was shit. So imagine if we did something about an old console that was good. Cha ching. Yeah, I, we might have to start filing this under your jingle ideas. I'm, I'm not so sure. I think you are totally wrong on this one. And I'm going to prove it because I'm going to put a review out of some... It's got to be something that's a bit crap, actually, think about it. It's going to be good. It's a bit crap. So I've got the PlayStation TV. I'm going to review that for the channel first. Awesome. I cannot wait to see how our five subscribers on YouTube just kind of ditch our channel as soon as they see that. That's going to just drive it through the roof because that's just going to... Everyone loves that kind of shit. It's going to go right through the roof. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um... I'm sure we can start up a second YouTube channel when that one completely dies on its ass. Uh, no, well, we'll have to, we'll have to create a second YouTube channel to for all the content we need to make to satisfy our fans. That's why you have to make second channels. Yeah, no, I, I think you're going to have to do a lot more to satisfy your fans after something like that. I think you're going to be kind of, you know, selling yourself on the street corner. No, I don't think so. I tell you what, I will be a legend among retro gamers. A legend. Legend, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see how that works out for you. And yeah. Mm, but okay. Well, I'll tell you what, when I'm really rich or famous, yeah, don't come to me asking for a handout, all right? I'll come asking for a hand job, which you will have to pay me for. I wouldn't. I could just throw money at you and not have a hand job because I'd be rich <laughs> for my YouTube money. With all that fat YouTube cash, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. don't see it happening, but best well, of luck yeah. to you. Whatever. And now, Jambaggers, it is time for the regular segment of the Backlog Blue Balls, where we talk about the fact that we would like to be playing certain games, but we just don't have time for because we've got busy lives and uh, you know other things to do, uh, you know, kind of family's commitments and all that sort of, sort of stuff. So uh, over to my good pal, Rudy. Uh, what are you playing this month, uh, Rudy? Well, I mean, we've talked a bit about it, but I mean, out of obligation, I am playing Red Dead 2. But to be honest, I'm not very far into it. It's um, a fab game. It really is. Um, but we, we've talked about it, although, you know, some questions about how fun it is. But uh, I've also been, I've been really, I've been, I've been nuts deep in Skyrim. Now, this we talked about it going back hey, to our very yes. first podcast. <laughs> I was trying to get into it, having struggles. I restarted the game. I got right in there. And now I am 60 plus hours in. Uh, I am the Dragonborn. I am... Up to your nuts and dragons. Place. Yeah, I am fuming all over the place. Um, hey. 
I love it. So I'm into that as well. And it's, I'm, on, I'm playing it on Switch. So again, it kind of fits into the when I'm not when I can't play the main console for Red Dead. I can take the Switch and play some Skyrim. Um, mm. And oddly, my last one, you know, because we're trying to go into the retro business, as I said, I've got my GameCube hooked up. And I've got hey. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. And I've been playing a bit of Wind Waker. Um, I'm trying to get back into the day when cameras didn't work in games. So, Having never, again, still, even since the first podcast where I mentioned this, to alienate all our gaming kind of community, never played a Zelda game. Uh, tell me a bit more about uh, Wind Waker. How old is it? Um, and what's the kind of the basic premise? Is it, you know, how, how does it compare to other Zelda games that we've had more recently? Well, I'm not very far into it, but I think the premise of the game is that you have to wake up the wind. Uh, yeah it's pretty mystical no, but I think uh, yeah so basically this one it's a very this is like the first one on the GameCube I think I don't know when it came out I think it came out in early 2000 about 2002 2003 um, because I'm not that well researched uh, but it's a very cartoony like I suppose sort of cell shaded kind of style it's got like very cutesy like you know small mm. characters big eyes very silly which is very different to the sort of the ocarina and majora's mask kind of thing that you had in 64 and yeah it's, it's instead of being based on land you sail around a lot on it and um, have a little ship which you use to travel between islands and stuff like that so um it's one of those games that i've always wanted to play i got my gamecube hooked up again and um yeah i'm trying to battle away at that as well and i'm going to try and record some footage and maybe i'll do some impressions on that for our new youtube channel nice okay so i mean if you're playing those two games and what, what, what's uh what's kind of been dropped i'm gonna say to be honest red dead's actually suffered the most because yeah, i'm playing those games um i'm not as far into red dead as everyone else so mm. i think although i am playing red dead i probably haven't put as much time into it as if i was just dedicated to it so that's why i'm not that far into the story anyway how about yourself uh Dante? so we've we've i think we i think i know what you're playing yeah I, I, yeah I think uh, absolutely and I am playing it and it is good like we've said here but it does feel like I'm playing it through kind of uh, obligation it feels like I've waited for it for so long and it's kind of such a high profile release that I kind of feel obligated to, to kind of play it through to the end but yeah. if I'm thoroughly honest my main motivation to wanting to get through the story to the end at this point in time is so I can get back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey controversial and i know and it, it can just come one of those gamer i'll get my coat moments where i think that if i actually went out in public and said i actually kind of have a bit more fun playing an assassin's creed game to a red dead game um that i might get kind of uh yeah it's the sort of thing like if you go and say you've never played a zelda game before you kind of get things thrown at you in the street so i know it's and, um as you know, I also put all of Dante's personal details on podcast links uh, and also on a YouTube channel with a complete itinerary where he's going to be during the week. So if you do want to throw things at him for never playing a Zelda game, which boggles my mind, and for... Uh, That's why the big bag of ah, dog shit was put through. The, you! Anyway, Stop doing that. So what aren't you, so what aren't you playing? Well, I guess you've already said you've already said what you aren't playing. Okay, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been, has been dropped. Um, uh, Dishonored 2, I, I kind of got about as far as I did first time I played it and uh, to, to the same level and, and kind of stopped just there. I think the main on that for that one is for somehow, and I don't know where, I actually killed someone during the game and that game's possible to get through without killing anybody. And I'm like, oh, man, where did I kill someone during that game did i actually drop someone in the lake or something like that did they did they kind of die that way and i really want to kind of get that clean hands achievement that you get at the end for, for not killing anybody so i'm a bit demotivated on that one um 
also Deus Ex Mankind Divided. That one I would like to get back to because the story's so involving. Okay, maybe it's a little bit heavy-handed with his racism message, but it's still, uh, it, it feels like decent quality sci-fi. I mean, I suspect Cyberpunk's going to come along and blow it out of the water when it does come around. But, but yeah, Deus Ex, um, I, I would like to get back to. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited just to get back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey to uh, to kind of keep going with where my character was going uh, with that. So upcoming, things that I'm maybe also looking forward to that I've not started yet, um, as well as Assassin's Creed. Uh, my cousin has been trying to get me to play Warframe, which, as far as I can tell, looks like a cheap Destiny ripoff uh, yeah, that you don't have to play. pay for. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, uh, he likes online gaming a lot more than I do, so I thought I'd kind of join in. Those are your blue balls. My balls are, are blue into that regard there, so that, that's that's what's going on with me right now. I mean, I genuinely think that I'll still be saying Red Dead next time we, we talk in, in, in a month's time because, you know. Because you're so into Skyrim. Well, I just think I'm going to, I'm, I'm dedicated now. I'm, I'm into Red Dead. I'm, I'm getting the movie. But I just think it's so huge in the time I get to play so little that, you know, and obviously I'm into retro games now. That's the big thing, isn't it? This that game's is new. I need to wait at least 25 the years to be able to play thing. this. It is pretty you big. Just, Retro games are a nice little diversion, but let's kind of get back to the important game, shall we? It's pretty big. It's... Ah, I was in the retro the... shop a few weeks ago, yeah? Amazing shop, yeah. by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a copy of Castlevania Symphony Night for the PlayStation 1, 320 quid. You're telling me that's not better than Red Dead? I'm saying that that should be in the rip-off of the month section, yes. Right, well, I think, you know... I bought that game for three hundred twenty pounds, and it was well worth it. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Was I interviewing, kind of uh, listening to an interview with uh, with uh, a whale and some guy from America a minute ago? Yes. Yeah. Why would you spend that much on a on a game that you probably already have it's on an a investment. different format? It's an investment. An investment. Investment. So you're gonna you're gonna sell it again. You're gonna investment. you're gonna sell it later. No, I'm gonna Do wait. You... I'm gonna let it mature like an old cheese. You're going to let it mature, like if it's worth 320 pounds now. Mm-hmm. I can imagine 50 years what that's going to be worth. Probably two and you're going to billion. You're going to sell. It. Is that how you kind of get away from the uh, the lawsuit lawsuit from Scrooge Fluff? Then how is this how you're planning on uh, kind of getting enough money to so my yeah. parents don't rather have to sell their house? The, well, pa- rather than paying for a solicitor for defence, I've bought more mm. retro games as an investment. I, I think that's we how it need works. to rethink this slightly because you're like 500 million in debt to microsoft is not gonna go away and their lawyers are gonna be around soon yeah well guess what i cancel my 365 subscription so up yours microsoft i'm sure they are quaking in their various boots that's nine pound a month i'm gonna get and new stream lost don't forget Mm. they are still getting the game pass money out of you somehow Okay, so yeah, that is probably quite a bit of a trade off. Well, I'm going to cancel that as well. Up there, <laughs> well, up they, I'm quite lazy, but you know, I, I might do. As long as you remember to do it before the month cutoff happens, then you'll have another month because reasons. Yeah, I'm talking about that. Okay, anyway, let's wrap things up, shall we? I think we should. I think it is long past wrap up time. Mm. Let's let's do it. Okay, so wrapping things up, this is um, we're quite excited. We actually have some genuine questions. <laughs> I, from I did not see this coming. I, I did know. not think we would ever get real questions. Now, I do know who they're from, so I know they are real people. However, um, uh, I've decided to give them silly names, but we've got some we've got some questions. I'd say they they vary in their quality. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the first one, which is from a self-proclaimed Aqua fan. 
Um, oh, the Wicked Blue Kid. The Wicked Blue Kid, that's right. Yeah, he's, he sends on a kid and he says, have you seen the retro games consoles doing the rounds built on Raspberry Pi and the like, thousands of old games? So first of all, eat your words oh, yeah. there. Retro games, right there in the question. Have you seen the retro games console? Oh, look, we've got a question about retro games. Yeah, from, from someone we know really well who who likes retro games. That that that. But yeah, yeah I, so me, think I've about, the odds, think about the odds that we know someone who likes retro games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know that many people. So you multiply is, that by all the other people in the world. They must really like retro games. That's massive. is he one of the five subscribers to our YouTube channel? Possibly. Hmm. That's okay. if you already then boom in the bank. Yeah, we we want to try and attract new. P- Let's just answer the question. We're, okay. we're not so getting have you this. have you done so? Have you seen the retro games consoles doing the rounds? Now I have seen the retro games consoles doing the rounds, and uh, I I even um, uh, I bought one for my ex. I bought the um, the uh, the 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 Spectrum uh, kind of remaster one uh, for for my ex for Christmas last year, and cool. um, yeah, we, we kind of played present retro games. Yeah, we played it once, and now I think it's gathering dust underneath her uh, underneath her TV. Okay, well, um, that's not how you play retro games. You play them passionately. But anyway, I mean, yeah, I think this mm. is an interesting one from um, the Wicked Blue Kid because, uh, yeah, because an element of this is about uh, is about these sort of consoles, and because a lot of them need so little processing power, you can just get a Raspberry Pi, and you can build your own ones as well. You can actually buy kits to build your own. I've seen people do like arcade machines. Sort of, you can buy. Um, like oh, you can get the, yeah, the make, and yeah. you plug in the Pi with a USB stick, and then just plug in a controller as well into it, like into the unit, and then you're good to go with all the old arcade games. Yeah, it, and that, they are quite appealing in a way because um, you know there, there's a lot of ga- kind of retro games out there where you know I'd like a couple from Nintendo and a couple from my Commodore 64 and a couple from my Amiga and stuff like that, and, th- and these ones seem to offer that. They seem to kind of offer the uh, the non-branded uh, multi-platform uh, retro experience, which I mean, I mean okay, I've, I've played the SNES uh, Mini and it's, it's there's some good games on there, and we had a lot of fun uh, at various events that we both of us have attended and, uh, mm-hmm. and kind of used them there, but. Yeah, you know, I feel like kind of investing in three or four of these machines is is kind of maybe taking the retro kick a little bit far. I mean, for me personally, I wouldn't mind the Commodore sixty four Mini, but apart from that, I'm I'm not that bothered. Well, I mean, obviously, as a, as a retro uh, connoisseur, there is a question of piracy, and obviously, the thing about this is emulation. And real retro buffs like myself, although they accept that emulation is very good for preservation of video game titles, um, they really want to play it on the original hardware because that's like how it's supposed to be played so um such an annoying hipster you are i know so it's all about actually collecting it refurbishing the old stuff um making mm. it work on a tv that kind of stuff that's what it's really about so thanks very much wicked blue kid on to our second no question. no no thank you very much wicked just ah, stop encouraging him on to the next one this is one that is uh, is probably more in the modern day so you probably won't be able to answer these questions in the future when we become a retro gaming podcast but um this is from crowbar do I buy a PS4 or a PS4 Pro? Good bloody question. Oh, now this is a good question because this is about modern cutting edge technology. It's not that good a question. It's... Anyway, let's talk about it. So what, what would you say, Dante? You say, if I come up to you, you don't have a PlayStation. I do. I have a PlayStation 4 Pro. Yes, we've, we've um, mentioned that a few times. Uh, I, I, what would you if, you, if you, if you had a choice, you're, you're the person, you're, you're Crowbar, what would you do? Whether I buy a, a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 4 Pro, mm-hmm. well, it kind of depends on what other consoles he's got at that particular point and how much money he's willing to invest in. I mean, I've, uh, 
you know, kind of made mention that the exclusives on the PlayStation at the moment are, uh, are things that would make me very much consider having a second console. But I've already spent quite a bit on my Xbox, and I don't really want to spend that much more on a second one. Uh, you know, it kind of feels like a, a kind of a large investment. I mean, if you've got the money, that's fine. But uh, I personally would be looking for, you know, because a lot of people have bought the PS4 Pro, probably one of the, the, the older kind of first model PS4s uh, that are no, kind of no. going, going, going cheap. No, going to cut across that completely. You're missing the most important part about this it's got okay the pro in it oh oh mm-hmm. oh i see which means if you don't have a pro yeah then you're just like you know you are you you, mm. you, got, you got the scrub ps4 basically you're a scrub you're not, yeah you're not a pro player you're just someone that like you know likes likes an expensive paperweight you've got the pro you are pro playstation pro yeah, and pro. and you 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 kind of tell this to people when, in what conversations? I mean, uh, when does this matter? What kind of the status symbol of having Pro at the end of your uh, uh, at the end of your console's name ever come up? Well, here's an example. Here's a scenario for you. I had a job interview a few weeks ago. Yeah, job interview mm-hmm. went fine. Just come into it. At the end of it, I was walking out. I turned around and just said, "By the way, I've got a PlayStation 4. And I raised one eyebrow and went, "Pro." There we go. And, and that. And they made said, a difference somehow. They said they call back. And have they? No, but these things take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, that's I, I, it's on a slightly serious note. I mean, obviously, the Xbox has very little going for it in terms of exclusives at the moment. But one thing that people are uh, kind of keen to tout from Microsoft is the uh, the world's most powerful games console as it stands, the Xbox One X, which, again, I haven't got. So, yeah, when I would go to my job interview and say, I've got an Xbox One S. So yeah, they're laughing out of the room. They're laughing out the room. Well, they, they might go, eh, at least it's not one of those old kind of black brick ones with the massive power packs. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like I would... Yeah. I might get ridiculed for it, but uh, I just don't have another £450 to spend on top of the Xbox One S that I kind of upgraded to uh, not that long ago anyway. Well, I mean, I think the answer there is um, get whatever you want, but I think for me, you want to be a pro. You want to be a pro-ho, a pro-bro. Um, and last, we got another question also from Crowbar, it seems to be, which is... Mm. Um, I'm going to read it because it's, you know, we haven't had any more questions, but... What's, what's he said this time? If you had to choose an emoji to best describe your anus, which would you use? Hmm. This is, a, this is actually one that I've put quite a lot of thought into, haven't we, really? Okay, I, I'm going to have to go into my phone now and bring mm. up the emoji keyboard so I'm familiar with what's actually here. Just give me a moment here. I've got two while you're looking, yeah? Yeah, go ahead. One, you, you, to describe my anus, yeah, is the little mm. round um, evil devil face because if I've had a curry, that is quite accurate. Mm. And the other one is the little smiley face with dollar bills in the eyes and and like dollar coming out of the tongue because this anus is the money maker. That's what I'm going to say. This is what mm. gets me go through days, what I get through life on my, on the on the basis of my good-looking ass. What do you say, Dante? Um... <sighs> I'm saying I'm not going to dignify that bullshit question with a response. This is literally our fan base you're insulting here. Um, I mean, okay, oh, oh, right, we can edit that out then. I think my anus looks like the uh, the monkey with the hands over its eyes because reasons. 
<laughs> reasons. Okay, I'm going to leave it there, actually. So if you do ever want to ask us any more questions, do get in contact with us on the various ways you can uh, get in contact with us, which are Dante. You can get in contact with us through our Instagram account. You can send us a direct message or leave a comment on any of the uh, various pictures of uh, penises and boobs from video games uh, that you'll find on the Instagram account. Uh, you can talk to us through uh, Twitter at uh, jambags underscore UK. That's also our Instagram uh, handle as well, at jambags underscore UK. Uh, or my personal uh, Twitter, which is also used for jambag stuff, at dansolo96. Uh, you can contact us through uh, Facebook. You can look for the, uh, the Jambags Facebook. You can uh, talk to us through the comments on our already mentioned YouTube account. And uh, have I forgotten any, Rudy? No. Well, we've also got a website, which is www.jambags.co.uk, which is preloaded as we speak with an article about retro gaming. Boom. Already ahead of you. Already in there. We are not rebranding ourselves that way. We need to stay current. And... And lastly, um, you can also listen to us, obviously, on Spotify, on iTunes, or any good podcast app that uses an RSS feed. So I think we are caught up on everything. Um, Do listen to us. We hope you enjoy it. Um, And hopefully you'll stick with us. Well, I know you will, because we'll get more listeners as we segue into being a retro gaming podcast. So coming up in a couple of weeks, we have a Jam Bag special for you. We are going to be taking you on a behind-the-wall fly-on-the- Fly on the door. I know I've Fly got that completely door, wrong. Utterly flopped that up. Do you want to start I again with that? All right. Okay. We are going for, through the, uh, the the Jambag special, which is a fly on the wall behind the scenes uh, account of what's going on at a major uh, publishing house at the moment, a highly controversial uh, publishing house. Uh, we're not allowed to say its name just yet. We're going to save that for the actual special mm-hmm. uh, because we, we, we're kind of worried about getting sued on this one. Uh, but we have had kind of people undercover in this publishing house where uh, employee conditions have been been pretty terrible, and we want to kind of shed some light on what's going on in uh, you know all these kind of the things that you've heard about kind of gaming developers going through kind of crunch periods and stuff like that. Uh, we want to kind of uh, show you what the real story is behind that. So some major investigative journalism from the Jambags team and not at all a bunch of made-up bullshit whatsoever. No, and um, that is our watchword. Whatever we do, we do with integrity, class, and Um, Mm fact-checking. So let's wrap this episode up then, episode eight in the can. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We are getting more and more listeners, so we appreciate every single one of you. Do get in contact if you want anything or have got any serious questions, except for Crowbar. I don't send any more of those ones. No. There's uh, actually a lot more that I didn't read out. Um, Oh, really? Really? There was more? That that, was was the best of what he sent? That was the cream of a very um, some young pile. guy. Yeah, it's, it's very. It was a very stinky pile, and that's the one I cherry picked from the top. So, um, thanks everyone for listening, and we will catch you in a few weeks. See you later, jam baggers. So, uh, Dante, so um, what are you doing after this podcast? A pretty successful one. What should we do? Well, surprise, surprise, I'm going to go back and press ahead with a little bit more Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, what are you going to be doing, Rudy? Oh, well, I'm going to be, uh, well, let's face it, what am I going to do? I'm going to be booting up the PlayStation 1, I think, oh. I'm playing a bit of Tomb Raider. Very nice. I, I, I do like a nice lady with triangles for boobs. Mm. Um, I think you'll find i'll have a more satisfying gaming experience than you do because it's a classic it's an old classic not this old new stuff 
the 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 graphics that you're gonna it's gonna be barely be immersive the kind of the the blocky textures the the kind of the strange enemies where you can't quite see what they are the clunky controls I mean no that's what <sighs> makes the game that's what makes the game I don't that's, need I don't need ease of life things I don't play games to to have an easy time I play games to you know be challenged I, I play them to I play them to to overcome obstacles I don't play them for just a bit of fun I, I, I could hardly think playing Red Dead Redemption 2 is just a bit of fun I mean there's, there's there's fun in there if you kind of get past all the horse maintenance and stuff like that but still I think you're angling towards a repetitive strain injury the more you play Tomb Raider 1 and retro games like that the kind of the claw motion yeah, to I mean, work the controller that's rubbish I mean I've um, I'll probably crank out the SNES in a bit and the NES oh, play some of those I'm, games I'm, I'm sure you're going to crank out all sorts of things, uh, really, but don't crank them over me. And please don't record them and put them on YouTube. Oh, too late. Uploaded. I've just seen the notification come through. It's oh, just yeah, come I know, right? What yeah. the hell are you doing? Really? 